G'day everybody and welcome to Magnet Movers. And yes, you've guessed it, I'm not. Johnny can't dunk a basketball, bet Welching scared of Barbar Lamb's Boland. He's shot through from the country this, this week and this week only you've got Jeff. And as always, I'm joined in the studio by Mr. Reliable, Josh, the teddy bear ranger. I'm not a teddy bear ranger. Where's this come from? Well, you don't look that oh, dangerous. I, I don't know about this. Oh. I mean, just think about it. There you are. You're walking into your big corporate office. Yeah. There's a security guard sitting at the front door. He's Yeah, he's scared yeah. of me. He sees you coming in. Oh. You've got your Gucci suit on. Oh, please. Your Gucci shoes. You've got your Gucci <laughs> suitcase. Oh, dear. Briefcase in there. And you've got your little hot chockey in your hand. Oh, mate. Does he go, no, oh, that man looks dangerous. Do you know what happens? When or I walk- does he go... There's another corporate teddy bear. Do you know what me. happens when I walk in? He says, you should be doing my job. You're that scary. Oh, I they, don't think they, so. they say, do you want to be head of security, Josh? And I say, look, fellas, I'll take it. So I'm now, <laughs> I'm now rolling it. So I'm security for the building as well as in my, my current role. No, look, thanks for the introduction there, Jeff. It's, it's good to have you here. As we mentioned last week, Johnny has... He has run away. It was his week to dunk the basketball. And so I think he's gotten out of it because he has gone overseas. But it just shows... He's been, you know, obviously giving me grief, as, as you have as well. You picked up very quickly about my corporate job. I can't afford to, you know, take a week off work, head overseas. I tell you what, I think he's going all right. Well, my question is this. Yeah. Is he going to be allowed back in the country? Well, I mean, he, he's welched on his bed. Yep. He said he'd dunk a basketball, yep. and if he couldn't, he'd come up and dock my, my lambs for that, he, Yeah. That, that's he's a, not done it. He's shot through. It's fair. And I, I can see when he comes back in the country, yeah. they will get him at border security oh. and say... You're Johnny Boland from Magnet Movers. That's it. Yep. You welch on bets. Yeah. No, Full body cavity search yeah. for him. <laughs> look, look, the border security are known to be uh, a large portion of the Magnet Movers community. So, you know, I, I, I think you're right. But no, Jeff, let's let's get into it, mate. Tell me, did you, did you catch much over the week, mate? Did you get, get much sport? What did you, you manage to get some time for? Uh, a bit of footy. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah, a bit of the ashes. Yep. Oh, we don't talk sad. about that. No, yep. no, yeah. Well, uh, Grand Prix. Oh, yes. The so we'll talk a bit about that. Yep. And, of course, a bit of the golf. Oh, yes. Is this the, the women's or the men's? No. Oh, it was mixed today. Okay. Are you playing? Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, I meant, so sorry. I, I thought you, I, I meant, I thought you meant the uh, elite, elite pair, mate. You mean just the old down the road, anyone can turn up, every man his dog. No, no. No, no rules. Mate. People just make up their own scores business. No way, mate. You want to come to our golf. Well, i tell you what. If you were on the 18th today, yeah. you would have seen... True professional golf. Oh, right. Elite golf. Drive straight down the middle. Yeah. 135 out from the green. Mm-hmm. Very long par four. Yeah, sure. Beautiful long drive. Sure. Put second shot, five sure. iron, just past the pin. Sure. Six foot putt, straight in the so hole. This, Birdie, just like that. Was this the playing partner, was it? Is that who this was? No, it wasn't. Jerry. Oh, this is you. This is so, me, mate. So, me. Sorry. Elite. Sorry, right. 79 yeah. off the stick today. Thank you very oh, much for that, coming. That doesn't sound very elite. But we move, we move on, mate. So what did you see for sport this weekend? Oh, look, a fair bit of footy. Yep. Um, disappointed by the Hawks as always, but yeah, yeah. A, lot, yeah a lot of footy caught the course, the, the Colony game as well, and a bit of pieces of sort of Freya Carlton, some other games in there. Um, yeah, as well as the Ashes. Um, it was one of those weird sporting weekends where you sort of had a lot to choose from, but it's all—it's kind of awkward times, isn't it? Like you got Wimbledon on, but it's on a terrible time. Oh, absolutely. You got the Ashes on, that's good for a session, and then it's sort of not on a great time. And then the footy fixturing sound always put footy games on at bad times. So you know it's just sort of a bit of an awkward time fight at the moment. But hopefully that starts to 
that starts a shift soon. Well, is Wimbledon uh, on? Yeah, mate. Because it's really a non-event this year. Why is that, mate? Well, there's no Ash Barty. Uh, that's true. No Ash Barty, no care. Uh, well, that's that's it. And, um, you know, all the Aussies got bundled out quite early. So, well, de- de- demon or foul as usual. Always <laughs> always good to see it. Mate, let's get AFL, mate. Let's, right let's talk about footy. That's what we're here to talk big about. News. The big, big news. The big story has been... About Stu- the big man. About Stewie Jew. Stewie Do, we love you. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you who doesn't love him. And that's the uh, the Gold Coast Suns board. They've given him the flick. Uh, well, hang on. Here we go. At least one member of the board loved him. Well, yes. Because yeah. they walked out in disgust of, of throwing in the towel themselves. Well, apparently it was unanimous, though. We, we heard before this came out that someone left. It was unanimous. But no, so as he didn't catch it, Stewie Jew's been sacked with eight weeks or seven weeks to go in the season. After last week, Caro came out and said he's going to be sacked and the club backed him. They said, this is not true. He's contracted. He'll see out the year and maybe next year as well, they were saying. so. But whereas... You know, seven or eight days later, he's kicked to the curb. Why can't clubs be honest? Oh, I, I mean, don't why know. not say, look, yep. we're actually looking at it. Yeah. We're not happy with the way it's performing. Yeah. We're going to sit down with him and have a chat. Yep. I mean, Craig McCraig was on the radio today and he was actually asked about that. And he said he hopes that when it gets to his time, that they can be mature about yep. that and have the proper conversation. Mm. Because you know, as soon as the per- someone from the board comes out and says, "Oh, he's backed. He's going to be our coach forever," he's gone. He wants yeah. to go inside and pack his office up there. That's right. That's right. Are you thinking that Craig McCraig should have him soon? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, we should get rid of him. Because- and I think we should. I'm, I'm with you on this if you are, because I'm sick of seeing Colin be good. This is this is the real issue. I think we need a we need an inquiry as to how we can get rid of Craig McCraig quite quickly. Do you know the and, and get some hack in there? Because I'm sick of seeing Colin at the top. Do you, know Sick the, of it. do you know the worst thing? What's that? Craig McCraig's likeable. Oh, no. It's just not right. How can you it? have a Collingwood oh, coach? I don't know. Bring back Nathan Buckley. We all hated him. Oh, right. Well, I think by the end, of the, all the Collingwood faith will offer him as well. So, yeah, I think I think get him. But uh, I don't know, maybe I like Terry Wallace, mate. We could get get him back. He could do a five-year plan at Collingwood. But, no. So, tell me, obviously, with Stuart, you being sacked, did you think it was obviously putting aside sort of the, the backstabbing the line? Did you think it was a good thing... For the Suns to be doing, you think it's a move in the right direction for them, or Look, sort of a bit of a nothing move, or backwards? What do you sort of think about the decision itself? As a player, I was a big fan of Stewie Jew. Yeah, loved him. Yeah, not only at Hawthorne, but also at Port. Sure. Unfortunately, he's had six years, mm. and they have done nothing. They haven't gone backwards. Mm-hmm. They haven't gone forwards. Mm-hmm. They have just stayed at that ten to twelve yep. on the ladder. They win a few games. They lose ones they shouldn't have. Yeah. They've got the list. Yeah. So the only alternative, you've got to get someone in. Yeah. Hopefully not Damien Harwick. I don't think he's the answer for the club. Okay. Sure. It got to be. There's got to be someone better out there. Okay. You don't think a three-time premiership coach cuts it? Don't think that cuts the mustard. You think they need someone with more flags? Do you? Well, look. I don't. Oh think... my! Oh my! Kevin Sheedy, maybe get get him. He did a stint at the Giants. I get him in. You reckon? I just don't think Damien Hardwick could be the right fit. I don't think he left Richmond under the best terms. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Look, it's an interesting one. I, I don't love the decision. I mean, I'm a, a big Stewie Jew fan. I, I think, and I've never been a big fan of sacking a coach midway through a season because I don't understand the point of it. Like, what are you going to achieve from here with, under a new coach? I don't, I don't see what they're going to achieve. Like, so often you see a caretaker come in, they win a game or two, that'll be it, and the caretaker gets sacked. And it's like, what do you actually achieve by sacking the coach now? They've got a winnable game this week, the Suns. They are every chance, that they, and they probably should, especially there with no Max King. 
they should beat St Kilda up on the Gold Coast. If they beat the Saints, they're still in finals contention. Mainly because no one wants that seven or eight spot. But like, I don't, I don't see what they're going to gain from this. No, I, you're right there. I think that's the big thing. I think they've gone too early because yeah. they are still in contention. But yeah. you saying you don't like this coach being sacked mid-season? Yeah. Yeah. I have heard you yeah. on this podcast yeah. Yeah. talk about a certain bloke named Paul Maurice. Yes. Who was coach of your Winnipeg Jets. Yes. Ice hockey team screaming for him to be sacked mid-season. Well, yeah, that's because it's a long season ice hockey. Oh, so the sports are different. It's a, long, it's a long season. Yeah, because ice hockey, you have 82 games. You can turn it around. You've got, if you sack them 30 games in, you've got 52 games to put in a new system. This new coach has got, what, six weeks to put a new system? When are the players to learn the system? They're not. So I think... And I think, you know, high stock is also different in the sense that when you look at it, their training camps are about a week, whereas you know, AFL, you have you know, three or four months pre-season. So I think there's a lot more tactically going on. But, yeah, I, I don't like it. Um, so do you think the problem with Gold Coast is the system or the players? I, I don't. I, I think, and I've mentioned this before, like at what stage does it not become the coach's fault? Because every coach, it's been every coach's fault so far that's been up there. So we take two. No, well, there's been at least three, hasn't there? No, Bluey McKenna, then Stuart Jewett. I think there was one other in there. I think, no. I think there's been three. No, only been I two. I think there's been three. I think if we... I think we and we don't, we don't fact-check too much on this podcast, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's been three. Yeah, we know but, you um, don't fact-check on this podcast. But, you know, so I think... See, I don't, I don't love it. I don't love it. So, I think... All right, maybe I should get rid of him, but yeah, I think set the season out. But we'll see. We'll see what happens, and maybe they win seven on the trot and make finals and go the way, and I look a fool, but yeah, I think they're... I think they've gone too early. So do they start looking for a new coach now? Oh, you or do, have they to. Wait, do they wait for the end of the season? Or do they wait until they know they can't make finals? Because if they make finals... Well, that's the thing, isn't it? There's Kingy, who's Stephen King, who's the um, the, the, coach. the horror writer. Author. The horror, yeah. Yep. Yep. Does he keep the same job? Bloke. Same bloke. <laughs> same bloke. <laughs> Writing was too easy for him, so he's coaching now. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. I, I, think you start, I think you start looking now. I think you start looking now. But if you, if they make the finals now, well, that's that. Well, and this is why King, this is why you don't do it now. But does like, keep the job. But like they've done it now, so then they have to start looking now. I think mm. that's the that's what that's the. So who should they be looking at? Oh, Stephen King, of course. Oh, no, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think Adam Uzo's still out there, isn't he? I'm, I'm a big Adam Uzo fan. I'll be going Uzo. I think he's the man for the job. Um, so has he, time, has, has he missed out on his chance? Nah, he's he's still there. Get him. Get him. He'd, he'd, be, he'd be my man, I think. Have you got any thoughts? But, yeah, he'd be mine. <sighs> There's not many out there, is there? And that's the thing. No. Not many out there. Well, maybe they can pull a big Swifty. Yeah. Craig McCraven. Oh, well, hey, I'm all for it. If they can get Craig McCraven at Collingwood, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in. Now, we, we do need to move on. And we've got some, we've got some questions. We've got some listener questions. Oh, hit me with a listener. And we've got some... I'll tell you what. Is it from Jeff? No, it's not from Jeff. No, not from Jeff. You, 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 no, it's 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 not from Jeff. And we've also uh, we've also got a, a question from a certain a certain host who's overseas. But I'll run through the one of the listener questions first. Yep. So this is from Basil. Basil, Basil he's a he's a regular writer yep. in our he's Basil. Basil. We we love yeah. Basil. So yeah. uh, and we know he's a he's a North Melbourne fan. We've worked that out. Well, so we do feel sorry. About half Basil. the questions do involve North Melbourne, which we which we do love. Look, Baz, good to see you writing in questions. I know you're not up to the elite standard, but keep working on it. Oh, you, you'll get to your high stands eventually, really. Get off just the one subject of North. Oh, <laughs> here, we, yeah, here we go. So watching Cooper Harvey uh, have a decent debut, but feeling a bit weird to see Harvey not worth 29. 
So my question is, should the AFL start retiring numbers of club legends and or saving them for father-sons? What are your thoughts, Jeff? What should they be doing with the uh, the numbers? Yeah, but how long are you going to wait? Well, I mean, I mean that, we, that's do we question. retire every number? Mm. Like, what's the criteria? Well, is it 100 games? I mean, is it when the father-son, what is it, 150 and you get it? Yeah, it's 150. So every player that plays 150 right. more, you retire the numbers, we'd be up to 250. Well, and, and for how long? If their son doesn't make it, does it then become available? So we're saying, oh, oh you know, if Jordan Lewis, the son, doesn't make it, we retired number three, it gets to the age we say, oh, Jordan Lewis, your kid's a spud, didn't oh, make it. We are, yeah, 100%. If his kid doesn't make it, I'm, I'm, I'm happy on the record and say, Jordan Lewis, kid's a spud. But no, I, 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 I don't mind this as much. I, I, think, I, don't, I don't think you'd save it for father-sons. But I think what we see a lot of sports is for their, they're sort of great. They're sort of, I'm sort of talking players who are entering that team's Hall of Fame, potential sort of, te- sort of team of the century caliber players. Mm. They retire those numbers. I love, I love when they do that as a sign of respect to that player. So if we think, for example, the, of the players currently playing AFL, you'd have someone like Scott Pendlebury and Marcus Bontempelli, their, their numbers, when they're finished, kind of retired. So you, you're sort of looking almost sort of one, maybe two players per generation, their numbers be retired. It's sort of a, it's sort of a sign of respect for those players. And I really like that idea. That That's what I like the idea of doing. And I think that's what they should do. No, no I'll disagree with you there. Yeah, of course you will. Of course I will. I'll, I actually like the idea of the player. Yeah. So if you want to take Scott Pendlebury, for example, yeah. who retires, they say number 10 is going to be the special number at Collingwood. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Scott Pendlebury picks who gets number ten for hell for favor. Yeah, why not for long, like with Hawthorne? Yeah, number three is special. Yeah, Lee Matthews has a say in who gets it. Yeah, and he presents that jumper mm. when they get number three. Mm. Number five, of course, the Crimmins family have a bit to do mm-hmm. with that. With mm. Peter Crimmins, for those who younger people, was a captain of Hawthorne in the seventies, died of testicular cancer, unfortunately. So their family passed sure. on. That's better because it keeps that legacy yeah. going. I mean. It's not bad. It's not bad. You end up with a room full of numbers hanging up there. That's right. As you remember, you think, oh, gosh, I can remember that player. Oh, here's our new player today. He's got number 765. Well, no, like, I'm talking about retiring, like, one every 10 or 15 years. So, you know, by the time we're dead, we have eight numbers per club or 10 numbers per club retired. We know how many players you think are on a list. Anyway, mate, we move on. We move on to the... uh, Move on, because you're wrong. To to the next one. Uh, this is going to be the last time I get you in the shots for sure. Uh, I'm, miss, I'm missing you already, Johnny. And speaking of Johnny, he's, he's written in. So I'll read out the, the first half because the second half has to do with Magnet of the Week and such. He said, um, hey, Josh, I, I miss you in, I miss you in the show and I trust you would nail it. Not sure about your choice in co-host though. And uh, Johnny, let me tell you, I'm uh, I'm in agreement. I think, on, this I is think from the, I've mucked it up as well. The other so. Australian bet Welsher. So, I mean, I, in fact, he's so un-Australian, I'm going to ask this question, Johnny. Yeah. Is he a French spy? I, oh, I think that's that's harsh. That's, uh, you know, that's uncalled for, and that's uh, that's brutal. I mean, they're the only people I reckon to Welsh on a bit. Oh, here we go. But so his his question is: Should we scrap deliberate out of bounds in the AFL and make it last touch between the fifty meter arcs and keep it as a throne within the arcs, as seen in the AFLW? What are your What are your thoughts, Jeff? What should we be doing there? Yes, to get rid of deliberate out of bounds. Okay. No to last touch. Okay, you're not a fan. Not a fan at all. Okay. I've seen in the AFLW, which I love the AFLW, and we should talk about that in a minute and the stuff up the AFL's doing there. Yeah. But no, don't. not a fan ever of the last touch because, okay. you know, you can handball whatever. 
to me, out of bounds in the full, whether mm-hmm. it be a kick or a handball, mm-hmm. is what it should be. If you can kick it well enough that it lands inside the boundary, goes out, yep. good enough. Right. Get rid of deliberate out of bounds. It's a dumb rule. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, no, nah, not the other one. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I, uh, as long as we agree, so, you know, that's nice to have them once in the show. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't love this idea of, you know, who it touches at last. And I can, cause I can also see umpires stuffing that up, but, yeah. and we know how I feel about umpires in the show. But last thing is, you know, to give them more responsibility. But no, I don't, I don't love in the fast rate pace that, you know, the last one to touch it, um, you know, it's sort of against them. I, I, I don't like That's a massive penalty. It is. You know, it, if you look at other sports, you can potentially get away with that more because there's a lot more sort of change of possession and possession. Like you have it in soccer. We don't see many. Sport? We don't see many possessions leading to goals, so it's not a massive penalty. No. Same in field hockey. It happens in field hockey. Not, but in AFL, you have so many possessions leading to scores. That's a huge, huge thing to you know not get not have the ball and have the ball seventy five from their goal. Like that's almost at times a certain score. So I think. I think that would be my issue with it. Um, so, but I'm with you. Get rid of out of bounds. Mainly because I don't hate the rule. I just hate the way it's done by. Yeah. Like, because so often they call a skill error deliberate. And a, school, a skill error is an error. That's literally the opposite of deliberate. So, I don't, I don't you like know, that. You know, some guy's getting tackled at the time he kicks it. Yeah. And it, it goes out of bounds. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. And notice it? they never pay it if you're kicking into the forward line. Yeah, I know. And I'm, you're yeah. kicking it in the forward line. You haven't got a forward there, and you want it to go out of bounds to create a stoppage. Yeah, no, it's it's they never it's, pay that one. No, it's look, it's it's and fair. While you're talking about rule changes, yeah, here we go. What are your thoughts on the red card idea? Oh, I hate it. Good. I can't stand the red card. That's idea. Two things we agree. Oh, on. there we go. Because again, who's who's policing this? Razor Ray with a red card. We have no players the ground ball in the game. No, I listened to Razor Ray. Oh, a clip he, from him. He is against it because he said the umpires could miss it. Yeah. The umpires, they've got enough on oh, their plate. Right, would be missing, and he also honest. hates the idea of someone from off the field doing it. So he was a, he was on our side there with that we There we you go. Even, that's a worry. We agree with I've, Razor Ray. Obviously, obviously, Razor's been listening to this podcast. Shout out to you, Razor. And you, you've been realising some of the uh, decisions you've been making. So he's finally starting to start to learn. But, uh, Jeff, we move on to, uh, to a regular segment of the show. And that is, of course, the power rankings. Yes, the power rankings. And uh, obviously, we move at your end. You haven't done one of these, so yours have been you. But, uh, George, do you want to kick us off? Or do you want me to go first, mate? Do you I'll, go, I'll go first. You, all right, I'll so go first. Who, are, who, who have we got? Who, who, who's our top three teams? Our two premiership sides, that team knocking on the door. Who have you got? Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide's number one. Port Adelaide's number one. Yep. Number two, unfortunately, calling one. Yep, sure. So through gritted teeth. So, so far, you've got Johnny's, yeah? Yeah. Yep. And. Brisbane Lions. Oh, you've I, got you've got Johnny's exact power rankings. There we go. Oh, don't tell me that. Jeez, look at this. It's almost like you guys are the same person. I tell you. No, no, no. Jeez. No. Um, oh, look, and you were right with I think with Adelaide. You said last week, but oh. they fell out. Actually, they got ripped off against. Oh, this, yeah. Look, they got ripped off by. There was two decisions, non-decisions, in the yeah. last couple of minutes that ended up in Essendon goals. One was a blocking mark, and the other was a throw in the goal square. Look, it's, two goals it's fair, Essendon. but they should. You know, I mean. A team that's turned the power ranking should be down by seven goals in the third quarter. So it's sort of on, probably on them. Um, yeah, they're not ideal, but... but no, look, I've, sim- I've, I've got very similar to you. I've got kind of a number one still, for me. They're still they're still the, the big boys, the head-on-shows. How do you sleep at night? Um, I, I, I find a way on my, my corporate pillow. But uh, <laughs> no, I think I think Collingwood's still number one for me. They're uh, 
And again, particularly because, like, they play the MCG, they're so good there. They're almost unbeatable there. Like, I think they'll get Port. So they're number one. Port, though, is number two. They're still looking dominant. They can't be beating it, beating it Adelaide Oval. The only difference is that, you know, the grand finals at the MCG. So that's always been Connor's favour. And look, I, I think the gap between two and three, as I said for a long time, is, is huge. Like, I don't know who I actually want to put there because none of these teams fill with any confidence at all. Like, Brisbane's probably the next best side, but they're, like, not that good. So I don't, I don't know. So I think I think I have to go... I think I have to go with Brisbane. I think it's, it's the win of Brisbane and Melbourne is probably three, isn't it, of this week. But, yeah, like... Melbourne's not playing great footy, so there's just, like, right now, and obviously we never know, once you get to prelim finals, we need a team to get, you know, 10 goals, 25, and they lose, but it's hard to see a, a grand final that doesn't involve Collingwood and Port at this stage, doesn't it? Those two teams are so far ahead of everyone, well, so... Look, it's a big game Friday night. Mm, it is a big game Friday Brisbane night. Brisbane versus Melbourne. At the G. At the G, yep. and here it is. Yeah. I'm going to make the big call. Oh, here we go. Statement. Here we go. If. You're yep. going to hear it here. Yeah. If Brisbane yep. beat Melbourne at the MCG... Yep. Oh, this is ludicrous. I know this is going. This is ludicrous. They'll win the flag. Yeah, ludicrous. No, no they'll chance. win it. They no. get over their Melbourne, their MCG hoodoo on Friday night. It's their last chance. They will go all the way, win the flag. Nah. See, they, they beat Melbourne last year in the semi-finals at the G. And then, you know, got bundled out next week by Geelong. So I think you're, uh, I think no. you're barking up the wrong tree there, no. mate. There we go. Barking up the wrong... Big call. Barking up the wrong tree. Mate, we move on to cricket. Let's let's talk cricket. We don't want to, do but we, we have to because. Well, who was it that opened their big mouth last week about going five uh, nil? Wasn't me. Yeah, let me tell you, it wasn't me. I haven't been on picking that. I'm, no wonder he's left the country. That's as right. Well. well, I'm on. I could be the money here. I said we're going to win this, this Ashes series three one. My issue was I thought there'd be a draw in there, but not, we haven't had enough rain for a draw. We need about four days of rain to get a draw. Of this, so um, I think it'll be close. But I have to tell you what, yeah. I'm, I'm worried. Oh, I, I think I, I think I, think, I can see us losing three two. I, I think that's valid. So let's let's delve into the uh, the Ashes result. It was we got done by three wickets. Um, in like, I mean, obviously we lost, but gosh, they've been some good tests so far. They've been good close test cricket, which is always nice to see. But yeah, they just they just didn't get over the line. What 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 do you think happened? Where they? Do you, well, do you reckon it's been quality test cricket though? Well, I think it's quality in the fact that it's, it, it's close. I think that's always good to see. You don't like seeing blowouts. No, but it's not quality test bad. So well, I mean, I think I think Mitch Marsh has showed a bit. I don't, I'm a big oh, yeah. Mitch Marsh fan, and I think Travis Head shown a bit for us. Yeah, uh, but they're still the only two. Um, Kawadri in the first test, yeah, early on. Oh and yeah, then, of course, Smithy at, at our, at our but, Lords. But none of them seem to be able to win the the ball's doing a bit. Mm. When the batting side's in a bit of trouble, mm. either side, where's the batsman that can knuckle down? Well, you know you know where he is. He's over there. His name's Matt Wrench. <laughs> Bring him in. My man Matty Wrench. This is this is primed for Matt Renshaw to come in and just make a double hundred. So who are you dropping for him? David Warner. I'm opening with Renshaw and uh Uzi. Only with those two off the off the bat, so will they drop Warner? Oh, if they if they're ever going to drop him, it's got to be now, doesn't it? Like, well, in fact, we've got a listener's question about David Warner. Oh, have we? We do. Who who, who have we got this we from? Got from Colin? From Colin? A bit of a conspiracy theory. Thanks, Cole, for writing. I think Cole's the first time writer. Interesting. So thanks, Cole, for writing in. 
Well, I come on the show. You oh, get all the first time writers. Something like that. Tell me, what is, what is Colin, uh, or, or Cole, I'm sure is his name, what's Cole written in for us? Well, he's got a bit of a conspiracy theory with David Warner. They won't drop him okay. because they don't want him to mouth off about what happened with Sandpapergate. Oh, wow. They won't allow him to go out in his own terms. Okay. Up in Sydney. Yep. That way, he won't start talking about who did what, especially go. about players who are still there playing at yeah. the moment. Okay. Look, it's it's as good a reason as any. Like, it makes more sense than the one where they keep saying, because he's a good batsman. Like, it makes more <laughs> sense than that one. So, uh, no, I, 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 I like it, Cole. I, I want to hear more of these theories. This is the sort of theory that we enjoy on this show. So, yeah. you know, one of those ones with, with zero evidence and, you know, a bit, bit of fun in there and, you know, sort of making a bit of sense. I, I, I like it. But, no, look, I think they have to make some changes. You can't lose a test like that and not make changes. Um... So, what about our favourite man? Yeah, look, I think uh, I think uh, Scotty B. Yeah. I think I fear he has to probably uh, face the face the sword uh, and uh, get cut this week for the next test. I think so. He just didn't look dangerous. That they, they no. went after him and at a, at a decent rate too. So, which is surprising. We all thought he'd go well in those pitches because of what he sort of bowls at the G. But but do you it, think it sort of looks like maybe he sticks to. Everywhere else other than England. Because he looked all right. Because he, he bowled India, didn't he? He looked all right over that. Did he yeah. bowl India? Yeah. Do you think also that yeah. the field placing hasn't been great for him? Well, look, I think the captaincy has been very poor. I think it's been horrifically poor captaincy. Yeah. Um, and, and I think a talk about Ray has gone big on this. But why do we keep bowling short? Like, what is that about? But not only do we bowl short, but we leave that gap for them just to run it down to third yeah, man. It makes Single. Makes so no Scotty Bowling, when he's putting it on the spot. Yeah. Bang down single, yep. bang single. No, I think I think for me, I think they need to change the captaincy, as well as probably to yeah maybe get rid of get rid of Scotty Boland. But uh, yeah, well, we got another question. Another though. question. Oh, yes, look at this. Who another first time oh, writer. Oh, another first time writer. In a row, as I like to call it. Who have we got here? We got Jerry. Jerry Jezza. Jezza. Jez dog. Yep. He's what, what, what's, well, what's, he's written about about the captaincy of what this last. What has Jez dog written in about? Why didn't we bowl the spinner in the second innings? Oh, look, it's a it's a valid question. I don't know. Like, if they're going to bowl, because did he bowl like two? I think he bowled, he bowled two, two overs. overs late before the lunch break yeah. when there was less than a hundred runs left to get. Yeah, he should have been on when there was around one hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty runs to yeah. go. It 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 makes sense because it's it's it's. Why do we stage, have him in the side? I was best, it's at the stage where you're better to play another batsman, aren't you? If you're not gonna if you're not gonna bowl him, you might as well just put another batsman length in your batting lineup. We'll because, be because let's be honest, we know that 100 runs on the board. We win that test. Mm. Well, Jerry's actually got another part to his question, oh, which is a geez. bit more of the conspiracy Jerry's, theory Jerry's as well. Jerry's trying to take out the show, is what I'm hearing. What's, Cum- what's Jerry got for us? Did Cummings not bowling? Yep. Because he's Victorian. Oh, wow, I like this. I like this. Maybe there's a bit of French in Cummings' veins. Who knows? Yeah. These sort of things. But Well, he's New South Welshman. Wow. Fra- I mean, French, New South Welshman. It's just different. It's just bad. It's just as bad, isn't it? So, no, look, it's... Look, it's it's an interesting one. I'm yeah. I I, yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't bowl him, but I think. And this was always the argument, wasn't it? We were kind of like, nah. Like people always said, oh, you can't have bats as captains. And we were like, nah. Let's give a bowler. Let's give a bowler a go. Let's do it. Whereas, yeah, we're sort of starting to say now, maybe maybe they're odd to something with this. Only batsmen should be captains because he just like he's a great like everyone. He's a great bowler, Paddy Cummins. Mm. Great bowler, but he just doesn't seem to have that tactical nous out there. And like you see the way sort of like Stokes has been changing his fields and looking for wickets and you know, when you listen to the commentary, you hear Ricky Ponting give his sort of ideas and thoughts and 
they just don't seem to do anything. So I don't know, is it a captaincy or is it a coaching thing? But they need to they need to be doing something differently. It's just not working. Did you notice that the, in that second test when Ricky Ponting was asking for the decisions, then they, as you said, I think you talked about it last week. Yeah, I think Johnny might have. So why isn't Andrew McDonald either getting the message yeah. out to Cummings, bring on yeah. Harry Potter, yeah. or not? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He 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 like, actually didn't bowl that bad in the first no, test. He got, when, the, he got Stuart Brook. Um, what's his name? Got Stokes. Stokes. Did. Yeah, he did. it's always intriguing when you when you go up to career coaches. They always seem like one of the most disinterested bunch of people who were not sort of saying much. Just sort of always sitting on the balcony, chilling. Like when you when they when they show AFL coach me game, obviously that's a faster flying game. But they're always there talking, discussing stuff, getting messages down the phone. Whereas career coaches just seem like. They just look like another punt, you know, another punt at the ground. Well, so do, I'm not sure what they're doing up there. Do they actually have a role yeah. during the match? Do well, they send out messages to the captain saying, "Hey, look, well, they should." So to, we have drinks breaks for a reason, surely. Send, send the messages out then, fellas. Come on, you know, yeah. like or you know, or just you know, talk to the bloke on the boundary line, boundary right. Be like, mate, next next change over, just go to the old captain and say, mate, put your head in and do this field placement. Yeah. Yeah, there's chances. Yeah, you know, is he sitting there going, watching, and going, ah, look, Joe Root's fending outside the mm. off stump. Get him out there, pitch it up, do this, do there, that. There never seems to be that from a career coach, does there? So I think this is where this is where this podcast could easily coach his strength cricket side. Are they a waste of money? Oh, I, I think we'd be five nothing, but uh, if, if we if we were coaching, but uh, but not but not to be. And the other sort of sort of news, mate, is that uh, with the Ashes, is the women's Ashes going on at the moment? There's a bit of danger there too. We. The uh, Aussie women, they never lose. They've lost the last two T20s. I know. We're, so we're up in the point six four. This is this is unknown territory for us. I don't know how to feel about this now. Obviously not, not happy, but now I've, I've never, ever been worried about the Australian cricket side until now. National Inquiry. I think... I, Royal Commission. I, th- I think so. I oh. think maybe Royal Commission to women's sport because you got that issue... Then yep. you got what's happening with the AFL. Oh well, let, let's talk about it now. Let's let's talk let's talk women's sports. So because yeah, talk to me. What's going on AFLW? What's what's going on? Well, the AFLW is meant to start first week in September. Yep, meant to because it started there once. Yep. Now, this year it's meant to be it is starting. Yep. It's listed to start there. Yep. They haven't put the draw out. Nah. Well, no. No. No one knows how many rounds there's going to be. No. Nah, they haven't worked out how many rounds. No. Nah. They haven't worked out the pay deal. No. Nah. Nothing is worked out, with that. and they're talking about the grounds they're using. Oh, they're going to put Hawthorne and S versus Essendon that had the largest crowd yeah. in Victoria at Marvel last you'd, you'd year. Put that, you'd put that at Marvel again, surely. Perhaps no, even the it's going down to Frankston. Down to Frankston. Frankston. Oh, they're down to Frankston again. They're going to go down to Frankston again. They're going to send Melbourne down to Frankston again. Who can get to Frankston? Well, the locals are Frankston, probably. Well, that's it. That's probably it. You know? Yeah, it doesn't they make They go there in their mockies and their false teeth, but, you know... It doesn't doesn't make much sense what they're doing, does it? Because it and and like it's it's so frustrating to watch, isn't it? Because if we want to grow AFLW as a professional product, mm. we need to treat it as such. Absolutely. Can you imagine if we were what, what is it? What, how many weeks is that? Is it? It's about seven weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Eight weeks. Can you imagine if we were seven weeks out from the AFL season? And the AFL was like, guys, we don't actually know what we're doing this year. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, all right, time for a new AFL CEO. Like, it just it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, it's mid-Feb. Uh, yeah, look, we'll start sometime. But it just wouldn't happen. And so I think this is where they actually need to say, what are we trying to do with this product? Because if they want to grow it as a professional product, 
and sales of precious product, which I think they should just clarify. I think that's the right thing to be doing. They need to start trading as such because right now they're trading it like you'd sort of expect your local football league to be traded. You yeah, know, like uh, the local football league is a fixture released from all the AFLW fixtures. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. But I mean, uh, they went off with all the great big bang at the start. Yep. They talked about how to do all this stuff for women's sport. Yep. They've challenged netball. They've challenged women's, basically women's sport everywhere. Basketball, yeah. Yeah. soccer, the whole lot. Mm-hmm. They've stolen all those players, got mm-hmm. them into the league, mm-hmm. and they're leaving them hanging high and dry. It's sort of like, oh, look at us. We've done this. Now oh, let's forget and put them in the back corner. Yeah. And and look, I think my, one of my biggest issues has been the fact that they just keep changing this the A the season format, which I understand with more clubs. But then just when they play the season. Mm. Like, how can you have two seasons in the same year like you did last year? Like, that was that was absurd when they had one before then one after the AFL season. Yeah, like, crazy. And they were saying how the viewer numbers were down. Although still, but they, they, there's a big article about how the AFL saying, oh, the viewer numbers are, are so much further down they used, compared to what they used to be. And they're like, well, you had two seasons in one year last year. Mm. Like, that's a good way to turn people off. Talk about giving them AFL fatigue. The whole thing started in February and ended in like you know November with the AFLW with an AFL and AFLW. You can't you can't do that and expect to grow the product. So yeah, I, I said this before. I only need to be on the same day. Curtain raises. Can they either be curtain raises or if you want to st- have as a standalone competition? Mm. Why can't they be Wednesday Thursday night? Yeah, look, I think I think it has I think it has some merit. You know, talk about footy every day. Jeez, that'd be a nice kind of festival of footy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Jeez, every, every night. I mean, you know, I don't know how good it's going to be for you know. People's relationships at home, and they're maybe, you know hanging out with their with their with their other or better half, and you know they're watching the footy every night. Not just going to be good for that, but you know it's uh it's certainly good for for Kay and the and the sports lovers out there. And the uh, the other the other big uh, women's uh, or female sport at the moment is the soccer World Cup. This is uh this is big news. Is it? Uh, I know you're not a big soccer fan. We, we've worked that out. Uh, well, you know, and I look, mean... I'm I'm not a big soccer fan either. But uh, it's it's in our backyard. Uh, it starts starts next week. It's about a week off from starting when this podcast comes out. Um, have you got any predictions of who's gonna who's gonna win? Do you actually know any countries that are in this other than Australia? Can you name a single single country in the Women's World Cup? Uh, Uzbekistan. Oh, I, they're they're not in it. I can uh, tell you they're not in it. Tonga. No, they're definitely not in it either. Uh, third, third try. Here we go. Third try's a charm. Uh, our favourite country, France. France. France is in it. I can confirm France is in it. But so I've, I've got some. I've got some exciting news on this. So right. obviously, as as the keen, hang on, there is exciting there, news about there it. There is, as the keen listeners would know, when it's obviously Johnny is normally our soccer person. Yep. And let's be honest, his knowledge of soccer is not strong. Right. We learned that out of the soccer world cup when he, being the <laughs> soccer correspondent, knew less than me. We knew we knew we were in trouble. When I was the one correcting about teams that were in, similar to the, to the NBA playoffs. Yep. Um, so Does Johnny tra- actually know anything? Oh, I'm not sure what sports Johnny knows about. See? Johnny, let us know to see him more. <laughs> oh, I'm still saying he's a French <laughs> oh, spy. Oh, he could be. But so, yeah. Uh, if people want high level soccer analysis, yep. they've probably worked out by now, 50 episodes in, that this is not the podcast of them. That's true. So we're not going to be giving them that. No. But what we do have right. is we have. The team that the Magnet Movers is supporting this Soccer World Cup. Oh, so it's not just Australia. It's not Australia. Whoa. Which is controversial. It but is. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I bet it's not France. It's not France. <laughs> well, Johnny might be. Well, that's true. So, at my work, yep. there is or there was, there is a, a Soccer World Cup sleepstake. Yep. Okay? That I have entered. Okay? Right. And there's some money on the line in this. 
So you're promoting gambling? No, well, no, it's, it's, it's not gambling. More, it's more raffle. Remember what you lose? It's more raffle when we think about it. You win some, you lose more. Um, no, you know, it's the old, the old $10 entry. But, yep. um, so, I have been given a team. Right. We've got Japan. Right, yeah. And I, I was, like, strong in I, I was like, I'm not sure how this is. So I searched... Women's World Cup rankings. They would have to be up near in the face. I'm, well, I'm, no, I'm, well, I'm putting say they're in the top four. Well, you'd be wrong. Yeah, okay. So I, I had a search, yep. and it listed the 11 teams that are our actual chance to win the Soccer World Cup in ranking order. Out of how many? How many? Th- There's 32. 32. Th- 32. There's 32. So 11, 11 countries I said could re- realistically win it. Yep. I'm scrolling down. This isn't good. But coming in at number eleven, just scraping in there as a chance, and the Japan and the women from Japanese Japan, the Japanese. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So we're so, on the so Japanese bandwagon. We are. So that I could win um, two hundred and fifty dollars. We're on the, uh, the, the 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 Japan bandwagon, sponsored by Nissan. That that's right. We're, we're we're hoping we're hoping we get up here. So they are. So and, on those rankings, where was uh, Australia? I think they're about seven or eight Australia. Because um, then we don't hear about soccer afterwards. So I think they uh, look. I, I do Can know they get knocked out in the first round. I do know. I do know it's the. Uh, no, I do know it's the states and the uh, and Sweden. The, the two. The two. Uh, the two big teams to beat. You know, it's and Sweden. The Yanks. Uh, yeah, they they've won the last two, I believe. Their their um, women's soccer team is almost unbeatable. They are. They're very good. Unlike their, their like their obviously their men's side is rubbish. But uh, no, their women's side is elite. So, mm. um, but yeah. So next week, because the other thing we did with our sweepstake is, we, is we're being given this information packet about our, about our team, right? But haven't been given it yet. So next week, I'm we are going to have so much information about Japan's soccer team, which is the official team of the Made No Movers <laughs> Sports Podcast for the next four weeks. So Will you put a warning on the podcast so people can skip ahead when they. Oh no no no! no they'll want to hear about the team of the oh, Made No Movers. Right. Yeah, I mean. When it's <laughs> that will be thinking, Jeez, Josh can win two. I think it might be two hundred thirty if, if we win, and, and nine if your team gets second. They'll be thinking they can win two hundred thirty bucks here. They'll be wanting to listen and see what's going on. So yeah, keep it up. Keep listening for that next week, guys. Um, well, just quickly, one yeah, more thing. Yeah, Go back to cricket for a second with the World Cup. Have you been paying attention to the World Cup qualifiers? I have been. They've been exciting, haven't they? They have been very yeah. exciting. Have you seen the surprise two teams that got through? Didn't Sri Lanka get through? Sri Lanka got through I, undefeated. I, I'm not quite sure I'd say Sri Lanka's a surprise. No, but the other team is. I did see this. I, I did see... It wasn't Ireland. It wasn't. It we wasn't. Probably would have been the favourites to get through. No, I think I think the hosts would have been the favourites to get through. Uh, yeah, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Yeah. And it wasn't Mm-mm. the West Indies. What? What and also the West oh, Indies? Gosh, they've fallen apart, haven't they? Mate, when I was growing up... Oh, here we go. If you could get anywhere within 100 did runs... The, of here, I've got a question. When you were growing up... Yeah, back in the Joel Garner... Did, were cars invented at that stage? Did we have cars? Were they around? You were a spider. That's a no. Okay, sure. <laughs> so you're going to be eating that microphone. There you go. Right? So there's, a, there's no there. Okay, so we... Look, so we've got sort of eight, 1800s now. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Do right. they have radio? Do you know... Have you heard of radio? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty right. new radio. Yeah, but uh, right, no, yeah. look, you're right. West Indies are full of bubble tells. Who is the surprise team that's gotten through? The Netherlands. The Netherlands. The Dutch it's, have gotten it's through. It's fantastic, the Dutch. It is, isn't it? Because I tell you what, when we get to the World Cup, I am going to be... Magnet Movers should be sponsoring the Dutch. We should, should well, be on the Dutch, man. Well, I, I tell you what, we, we, we just might be. I mean, we probably want Australia in, but after Australia, Australia. we'll get we'll get behind the Dutch. It should so. be Australia versus Netherlands. 
Oh, well, that's what we well, love to see. I don't know who Barry for in that final. Jeez, that'd be wouldn't that be exciting? Yeah. Um, mate, just just quickly before we get on to sort of the the regular segments, you wanted to talk to me about Danny Ricardo. Daniel Ricardo, my you man. You said, sh- Josh, if I'm coming on the show today, I need to talk about my man Daniel Ricardo. What's been going on? Daniel Ricardo. Yep. He's back. He's back. He's back. Yep. Unfortunately, he's back in the worst car on the grid. Look, not ideal, is it? So what's happened is you've got um, Alpha Alphatari. Alphatari, yeah. Yep. Now, they're the Red Bull's second team. Yeah. Basically owned by Red Bull. They're the, v- they're the, they're the VFL side, really, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're the VFL side. Yep. And their car's been doing, two cars been doing pretty poorly. Yep. Uh, Yuki Sonoda, Sonoda is one Can driver. Can I just say, Yuki Sonoda, is that one of the best names in sports? It, one of them. It's a good name, Yuki yeah. Sonoda, isn't it? Absolutely. Yep. Um, he's got two points so far. Oh, this well done, Yuki. There you we know, go. He's got two tenths finishes. Oh, but a rookie. And I reckon it's a bit rough. The guy's mm. a rookie. It's ten races in. It's a rookie. It's his first season. Nick DeVries. Oh, yes. Nick, he's been hopeless. Got the sack. He's but he, well, he's been he dumped. Has, he he's has been, been take, take your racing helmet and nick off. Nick off. It, it, it's, it's a brutal world. Out of so Daniel anyway. Ricciardo's in. Yep. Can he get out of the back of the grid? Well, That's the big question. It's a big test for him because he wants Perez's seat next year mm, in Red Bull. Yeah. Now, Perez... Where, ironically, that, he was like six years ago. Was it six years ago yeah, he was at Red Bull? He and Verstappen were there? Look, we want conspiracy theories. We can talk about Red Bull mm. and what happens to them. No, I've heard your conspiracies. I don't think we worry about Red Bull conspiracy theories. Uh, I think, what's I happened to Perez's uh, car? As soon as he challenges uh, I think we, Verstappen, I, oh, his car's going backwards. I it's think at the back reading, of the grid. I think you're reading far too much into this. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But So he's back. He's got to do well because if he does well, yeah. he'll get the seat next year in the Red Bull car. Yeah. If he doesn't, it'll go to Yuki Sonoda. Yeah. So I'll the see. two of them are racing each other off now yeah. this year. Yeah. And it's... So he's got, I think it's about 10 races left. Yep. That's Danny's last chance. Well, good luck to him. Yep. Good luck to him. The old, uh, is he the Honey Badger? Have I got that right? Is, that, is, he, is he the Honey Badger? No, that was Weber. No, I think, no, I think this it's This is the Shoey. No, I think he's in there as a Honey Badger. Oh, I, I think know. it is. I think if we it factor that one later, yeah, I think be. we'll find uh, we'll, out uh, we'll And Oscar Pistat. I can't pronounce it. Oh, Oscar. Just the, the yeah, big O. The big we'll, O. We'll the big O. He got fourth first Piastri. time. Piastri. Piastri. Yep. Yep. But, bit disappointing... He went with the shoey and a bit of a team celebration. Uh, Come up with your own thing, yeah, Oscar. Right. Come on, I. You know, not happy with the way he got the seat yeah. in McLaren. It feels like he did stab Daddy in the back a little bit. Uh, well, you know. You know, there's a bit of a backroom dog, dog world in the yeah, old Yeah, I know, one. but... Come up with your own celebration. He should really have something with, with, you know, being, now that I've nicknamed him the big O, um, similar to Oscar McInerney, but, you know, he should have something with a donut for the old O. He should be getting, Absolutely. he should have a box of Krispy Kreme there, you know, bit of a cheeky promotional job, and do something with them. Danny Ricardo, that's, he's the shoey man. Yeah, Let's hope we get to see it again this season. Well, That'd be then, great. Or, yeah, just at, just at some stage. Now, before we move on to main room of the week, I've got a bit of pro bono work. We oh, know, the old pro bono we know work. The people love, we know the people love the pro bono work. What's, what's, what have you been asked I'm to do? I'm calling for a boycott. Ooh, okay. I'm calling for a boycott of all Coca-Cola products. This is huge. Well, that's not hard, but this yeah. Is, this is massive. We're, because they've done something that disgusts me. What's that? This this is shaking me to my very core. They've put the Coke back in Coca-Cola? No. Well, that would be... No, I don't want, I'm not quite sure what that would be. They put the Coke back in. There we go. I thought we were all trying to make some money off that if they did that. But no. 
So what they've done is, and as we know, one of the one of the things that Joe and I, and I'm sure you you love as well, Jeff, is we love our chocolate milks on this podcast. Oh, absolutely. We're big fans of chocolate milks. Chocolate milkshake every day for lunch. Thank oh, you very or just much. a chocolate milk, like, like, like a big M sort of thing. Yeah. That sort of stuff. We're sort yeah. of that. One of the best brands, and I would argue the best brand of, of, of chocolate milk, was Barista Bros. It was yep. exceptional. For those okay. who aren't quite sure, it was sort of in a sort of a purple bottle. It was the it was just like the perfect consistency and amount of like chocolate in the milk. It was right. just really delicious. Coca-Cola, who make Barista Bros, have scrapped their entire Barista Bros range. Why? No reason given. They just said we're focusing on other products. It was never there. It was always sold out. Bristol Bros. You couldn't get it because it was sold out. And now they've cut it. So I think as a as a as a response to this, and it's it's been a hard year for for all us chocolate lovers. We've got no Barista Bros. We've got no more chocolate. We've got no more Fantails. We're losing all our stuff here. We're in a chip shortage. Like there's gonna be nothing left. With the Toblerone's changing. We've got nothing left. And you know what? What's this? Price of chocolate's about to go through the roof. Oh, well, as, if, even worse. as if it already has it. I mean, it's expensive enough. Well, mate, you'll have to go back to what we do in the country yeah. when it comes to chocolate milk. What's that, mate? Make your own. Well, I'm not quite sure. You go outside, yeah. you milk the cow, yep. you bring it inside, yep. you give it a chocolate topping. Well, hang on. Oh, hang on. So you're not making your own. You've got your chocolate topping there. I was ready for you growing your own cocoa as well. Yeah, it's kind of the thing about it doesn't grow too well in the Australian environment. You have what to get I'm the hearing, chocolate topping in. What I'm hearing is... Put it in the milkshake, maker. Make your own. It sounds soft, but tell me, we move on. We move on to Madam of the Week. You've got a you've got a nomination for me. You are you're very keen about this nomination. You're very excited to have one. Well, I wouldn't Who's, say excited. Oh, because, maybe not. Okay. Who is your nomination well, for Magnet Mover of the Week? You know my thoughts about soccer. Yeah. Is it really a sport? You're you're, you're not a fan. I no. think I think the listeners have worked out pretty quickly that you are. More, I mean, it is com- in competition with basketball. As the greatest Look, cure for insomnia. Yeah, you're not a Barcelona fan either, which, no, which does both... surprise me a little bit. But you're not a Barcelona fan either. So tell me, what have, you, what have you well, got for me? Well, my magnum mover of the week is Ange Postacoglu. Oh, the coach the... of uh, Tottenham now, oh, I believe. Now the to- Here yeah. we have young Aussie man yeah. gone over. Oh, is Ange young? Well... I wouldn't quite say he's Compared young. to some people, he's well, young. I mean, look, he's he was obviously when they you know had cars and radio, so he's got yeah. you covered. But and I'm now not... he's over there. Coaching one of the top six soccer clubs on the big boys. in the world. He is. No, yep. he didn't get one of the little minor ones. No, no. no. What a weird sport. that They consider there's only six teams. In, I, mean, oh, I don't right. know how many teams are in their league. There's, at, at, during the season, there's 20. But only six are considered ever a chance to win the thing. Yeah. Well, you had less to see the one at one year. But they were the only ones who won it from outside those top six, like in the last, like, how many years? That's so, ridiculous. Uh, it is. It is. But, but tell me why. I mean, it sounds like they're all like St Kilda or the rest of them. Well, it's, oh well, that's not money. But why is he? Is he Magnum of the Week because he's got the gig? Is that he's why? got the gig because Oregon's a great. I mean, he's had a gig for a month. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. It's been a month ago, isn't it? No, no we only started come last on, week. You need to keep up here. This is this is this is this is possibly he's, the poorest Magnum of the Week. No, he went in. It was his first week of work this I week. I reckon we covered this about three or four weeks ago on the nah, show. First week of work this week nah. was all over the news. And do you know where his first game is? Where's that? Perth. Perth. Oh, he's coming back back home, is he? There we go. <laughs> Johnny, can I just say, if you were in my Magnum of the Week are bad, mate. Jeez, I've, I've, uh, I'm clearly... Well, come on. What's yours? Well, no, well, I don't have... I've just got Johnny's here. I didn't want to have, you know, three different people. It was too much. Because I was going to decide who was going to win it between you and Johnny. And let's just say that Johnny had to just nominate... Someone from the past week in the end to, to beat yours, but his is a cracker. So his is uh, Angus Brayshaw, the uh, Melbourne star. What's he done? Star midfielder. So he was on the uh, the Sunday footy show. Mm-hmm. 
And he was sort of there as a bit of a guest host because Tony Jones, TJ, Chompers. Chompers. Was, uh, was I think he's at Wimbledon. I think he's, yes, he is. he's over there. at Wimbledon at the moment. So they brought in, brought in Angus for his, uh, as his co-host. Is that because the other young uh, reporter for the news uh, played VFA, foot- VFA football I, and got a broken jaw I in the house? I did see the, he did come off second best. So they got on Angus. Yep. And they have a segment on the show sort of about what, what caught your eye. So I'm always some funny footage or something of, of something that, that they've seen. So what Angus did was because Tony Jones is away. He got out some footage that isn't normally allowed to play on the footy show. Oh no! And this is this is of course oh, the not footage. Poor Tony Jones. This is of course the footage where Tony Jones goes in for the kiss on. Uh, I think it's, it's Beck Judd. Is that is it? on, on yeah. her cheek? Uh, yeah, I think it's Beck Judd. Judd. Yeah. And of course she she turns away. He's like, oh, and he pulls back. So not only did he show the footage, but he also stopped the footage. As he's going in, oh. and the, the sort of like the oh, sort of the the horror on Beck's face. So because he did that and showed the footage, and like they took it over a couple of minutes, they showed it three or four times, including yeah. still. So because of that, he is Johnny's nomination. And I'll be honest with you, yeah, after well, your definitely poor, that one. poor effort, no, we'll Johnny's that one. Uh, Johnny's got the bickies there. Um, so now I've got a, I've got a, it's. It's sort of a bit of a controversial sort of local hero because it's not really a local hero, but it's something I want to bring up because I find this entertaining. Right. And that's, let's be honest, local hero is what I find entertaining. But <laughs> let, let, let's, let's be honest. Well, I know who's not the local hero. Who's not the local hero? Phil. Phil. What's Phil done? Well, Phil golfed today. It's the third <laughs> oh. round of the Weather Classic. Oh, gosh. This Phil is... went into the third round. Yeah. With a massive lead. Massive lead. Massive lead. Yeah. He had the game on toast. He yep. only had to turn up, hit the ball. Yep. But he choked. He choked. Oh, it's so to, sad to, to watch a man crumble. To all the listeners 109 out there, off the stick. To all the listeners out there, I'd like to apologise for these uh, local golf oh. uh, stories. Well, this, you want local heroes. This, this, this is a this local... This isn't what I was uh, expecting in promise when Jeff came on, but that's what uh, we... So, we, yeah, that Phil blew we, it today. We, we move on. Uh, but just remember, if you're not enjoying this, Gavin, this is what you asked for. <laughs> you asked this, Gav, so this is on you. Um, Good on you, Gav. But uh, no, my my nomination. Good yeah, bloke, Gav. My nomination for local heroes is, is, Gav, is it Gavin? Uh, yeah, it's Gavin. <laughs> it's is uh is is McDonald's. Okay, McDonald's. <laughs> they're a bit of a. They're a bit, they're <laughs> a bit of a stretch. They're an international conglomerate. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's something that I think is pretty pretty awesome. How can they be a local hero? I mean, well, they, they run half the world. Yeah, they do. In Indonesia, they've launched something. That I think, and I think you'll agree when you hear it. They have launched a wedding menu. A, a wedding. They are now in Indonesia oh, catering God. for weddings. So for three hundred and fifty Australian dollars, you can get a, a, a an option that includes a hundred chicken burgers and a hundred boxes of, ch- of chicken nuggets, or a hundred cheeseburgers and a hundred chicken fingers. Could you imagine going to a <laughs> wedding? <laughs> And you sit down, you've got it all dressed up, you're yep. in there in your suit, your yep. tie, yep. have you got your pocket square in, yep. I think you it, sit down, yep. and someone comes and slaps a cheeseburger oh, in front of you. appropriate. So, oh. so my, my local hero is anybody who actually does this deal. <laughs> Not back to the sale, but all those, because I think it would be such a great, lo- I would love to go to a wedding and get served Maccas. I think that would be, and what I'd love is if it was just like, Table service with waiters, bringing your McDonald's, like I still know, wrapped up in that's the, right. yeah, yeah, in the in the, in the phone boxes, in the bag, in the bring, bag, bring the bag. I, I love that. That's one. nearly as clever as KFC in Japan. Mm. 
What occurs in Japan? Well, because Christmas isn't celebrated in Japan. Mm-hmm. So when KFC got in there and realised yep. it wasn't, they started to promote Christmas and said that everybody around the world, what do they eat for Christmas? Oh, they didn't, did they? They did. Oh, they ate KFC. So you go to Japan at Christmas, guess what every person's getting? Oh, this is great. They hit the market. They hit the nail on the oh, head. That was well a great done. bit of marketing. There you go. There but you yeah, go. McDonald. Oh, no. I, don't there, think I, I, I reckon that's I great. Mean, but, but before we finish, yeah, time for a uh, try some for size. I'll, I'll, have, you, have you got one? I've got one. All right, normally Johnny finishes with it, so I've got one for you. Right. Because I, I want to build on one. And this is a bit of a tribute to Johnny. He's not here. And as we know, one of his most infamous and first try something for sizes was going for a walk. It was sort of the low point of the segment when his try something for size was going for a walk. So I want to build on that. Oh, my try something for size go for a walk without headphones in. That's exactly what mine was going to be. Oh, it's not, is it? That's a disaster. I was going to get out, actually, and enjoy the world that we live in. Yeah. Forget your headphones. Okay. Forget your phone. Okay, well, you I'll, don't have to take photos of everything you see. Okay, well, this is good. So I guess that trials on the size is go so technology free for it. Mine's for a walk. Hang on, because I'm just saying go for a three-minute walk without headphones. How, how, I'm what? just saying for one week. Well, yours is a whole week. Jeez. A whole week. Yeah. You know, all right, if you're on public transport, mm-hmm. you've got to... Yeah, you, know, you don't want to talk. So, to so I mean, you could talk to the people. So here's my you. question, and this is where I'm going to disagree with you, Joe's on the size. If you go a week without technology, yep. How do you listen to magnet movers? No, between this magnet movers and the next. <laughs> okay, I say. So you have to time between them coming out. Yeah. So it's sort of an no, hour, it's, so it's sort of an hour short of a week. So what, that you have what your, really your bugs me? Yeah, what bugs you? Is you go to like you go to the footy, mm-hmm. and what do you see? Mm-hmm. The footy's on. This oh, one day I was there. The MCG. Yeah, footy's on. Yeah. And this woman in front of me... Oh, dear, what was she doing? ...with her family is there trying to take photos of her with the footy whilst the game is playing. Oh, well, that's just ludicrous. Not watching the game. That's ludicrous. Don't have to take photos of everything. You never look at them later that's anyway. Do you, do you know, I've been I've been to the tennis before, and the people sitting in front of me... So that there's a live tennis match yep. on in front of us are on their phones watching a tennis match from a different court. They were there doing it the entire time, and I sort of thought, why? Why would you pay the money to go? Like you could do this at home on a bigger screen. Yeah. Like what are you? What are you doing? So yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. And I the, understand it. And definitely no headphones. I mean, yeah, the sure. worst one I've ever seen. Yep. Was a famous Australian comedian. Yep. At golf, playing golf on the golf course. Oh dear. In headphones. Headphones, that's a disgrace. You had nature. That's you hear the birds sing. Just not on. And you also wouldn't hear someone yell four as, <laughs> as you get hit. So it yeah. sounds like quite possibly dangerous. But but yes. But Jeff, that is that is all we've got time for. You will be sticking around for part two, so please yeah. make sure you tune in. But otherwise, guys, www.magnetmovers.com.au for all your Magnet Movers content, for enter the com- jersey competition, write in your questions. Make sure you head there, but otherwise, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. And make sure you send in there and say that this has been the best show ever, and you want me more, back on more oh, often. I don't think we'll be getting... It's been your pleasure, Josh, to have me here. Oh, I don't know about that. It's and been... we'll see you in part two. That's uh, something like that. <laughs>